We're talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. And, uh, well, Sally Lucas, let's go where you want to go and we want to go too. We're heading off somewhere north of here where it's a little warmer. It was beautiful, Jane, and I think everyone should go if they haven't already been there, and that's to far north Queensland, but in particular to Port Douglas, round about all that area of Daintree, Cape Tribulation, down into the Atherton Tablelands. You know, we are so privileged in this country, and I've discussed that with you many times about a lot of our destinations that are so special, you know, whether it's the Kimberley, Lord Howe, Kangaroo Island. Tassie, etc. You know, we've got some beautiful destinations. But this is the oldest surviving rainforest system in the world is the Daintree. And a lot of people don't realise that. And I was also extremely surprised when I came home, Jane, at how many people have not even been that far and never been to Port Douglas. Well, I suppose Cairns is far enough north anyway yes, without you yes. thinking, well, yeah, there's another world. There's a, well, there's a, there's a better world because Cairns really was evolved from uh, re, re, if you like, extending their land over mangrove swamp. So you're not on a beach, whereas at least if you go to Port Douglas and nearby Palm Cove, you, you do have beaches. And as they say, it's where the rainforest meets the sea. And that's so true. You've got this beautiful rainforest and then you've got got the ocean which is which is unique um and it's not only just unique it's it's just special in so many ways i think the the light the daylight um some of the sunset shots i took were just you would have sworn that someone painted them like some of them were pastel like a monet painting and some were beautiful and bright you know the colors varied from day to day depending on whether you had cloud cover or none 26 27 degrees every day no humidity really you know it's a perfect weather perfect weather and the nights are a little bit cooler sometimes you might have needed a light sort of cardi as we call it nothing heavy but um yeah and we went out to the low aisles which were just wonderful uh, adults only uh, sail away run this which is great if you don't want to have little kidlets, you know, around. And they do this afternoon cruise from 1.30 till about 6.30. So you do the sunset bit on the way back in and then you get your chance to do, of course, your coral viewing and your snorkelling whilst you're out there. And it was an interesting um, aisles, the low aisles. One's called the low aisle and the other one's called woody and together they're called the Low Isles. Woody, what a funny name for an island. Yes, and you don't sort of go on that island, but there's a, a lighthouse on the Low Isle and it's quite interesting, got quite a lot of history to it and people went there to man that lighthouse and you've got to remember back in the day, they, there's no power, there's, there's no water, well there still isn't, it's, you know, it's a tank, you know, no facilities and it's 15 kilometres, which mightn't sound much from Port Douglas but back in those days it was and with bad weather and things went wrong or medical things and one of the lightkeeper's wife is actually buried on the island she died there so they they were quite dire times in the early days of protecting those waterways with the lighthouse and making sure you know everyone was safe and they often perished and didn't so it's a really interesting history to that whole area um of course going north to Cape Tribulation of course that's that's special as well I mean we didn't get as far as Cooktown I mean we were there this time mainly on a R&R. We sort of did more little shorter day trips, but even just going back up to Cape Tribulation and around the Mossman area and, you know, just the vantage points. And some of the boardwalks are just fascinating. You can just stop along the way at these little points. Noah's Point, I think, was one of them. And there's this lovely boardwalk. And there was some quite ancient, again, they had the marked trees that were just remarkable and trees and vines that I hadn't seen before, you know, these huge vines that are so thick and have been there, obviously, for 
for eons, you know, taking over a tree and reaching up for the sky. And, you know, it's just such a special part. And Port Douglas itself is very villagey. You know, I like Port Douglas rather than Cairns. That's my feel because Cairns is very busy these days. It's got an international airport. You do get a lot of overseas visitors, heck of a lot of backpackers, a lot of backpacker hostels and things like that. But if you're going to do a trip to the Outer Reef, you've actually got to go past Port Douglas to get to the Outer Reef. A lot of people think they're going, it's closer to Cairns. It's not. So if you're on a bus from Cairns, you've still got to go up to Port Douglas to go on your vessel then to, to go out onto the reef. So it's, it's great to be based there because there is so much you can do. And we could not fault in any way, shape or form any of the services that we had whilst we were there. It was, I reckon that we could send some Novocastrians up there, could learn a few lessons from some of our restaurants and cafes, I think. It was exceptional service. You know, you could not fault it. It was just brilliant. A great place to go Which, for a really yeah, good holiday. Yeah, yeah. So you really get spoilt. <laughs> I'm sure you've got some more stories you oh, can I tell have. us about in I a have. moment, Sally. Sally Lucas, what a lovely part of the world. Far north Queensland, all around Port Douglas, using that as a centre. You can also go not just onto the sea, but a little bit inland. You certainly can. It had been a long time since we'd done the Atherton Tablelands, um, Jane. We have, in recent years, gone up to Coranda, which, of course, is spectacular, and it's quite a high point where you can either go up with a little chut-chut or you can the Skyway, and it's it's still a real little village up there with a wonderful bird life centre, which fantastic parrots and Oh, wonderful. All sorts of things. Aboriginal dancing. And so you can always do that as another day trip as well, which is worth mentioning. But yes, down into the um, Atherton Table. And so we drove inland from Port Douglas. Um, so you're heading up towards Mosman and then you're cut, cutting back inland from there. And Mariba is one of the first towns you come to, or the largest town. And there's lots of lakes in around the Atherton Tablelands as well. Some beautiful lakes, Lake Berene, Lake Eacham. Um, Berene's a beautiful coloured lake, be- beautiful blue. Um, um, but Mareeba is home to uh, apparently about a third of Australia's um, bird life. Wow. And a lot of them are endemic just to that area as well. But they've got a lovely information centre there on a wetlands where you can go to view birds and also a coffee world. There's a big coffee plantations all around the Atherton as well. We brought some coffee home, of course. Very uh, nice coffee, I bet. It was very nice coffee, which is why I brought it home, of course. <laughs> I had to try it. Um, they grow two of their own varieties. I think it was one called Blue Mountain and Black Mountain. But yeah, really, really nice coffees. Um, then we went into the township of Atherton and you, lots of things you can do there there's a mountain bike park you've got crystal caves Um, if you've got time of course you can continue on down to the savannah way but that would need a lot more time you can go and do the chiligo caves and the undara undara lava tubes etc which i haven't done as yet we just ran out of time this time and we were there for a week but you know it just seemed to fly uh, as it always does the first couple of days don't and then the rest of the week just seems to zip by Um, the other places we went to was what they call their little waterfall way which is down around miller miller and Melanda and there's a series of little trails you can do a little circuit visiting all these lovely little waterfalls of course I'm sure they'd be more spectacular after the wet we were there in the dry of course so they, they were lovely but they weren't spectacular if you know what I mean but they were still very pretty and very beautiful um, Young Gabara was a lovely town it had a really good feel a real old-fashioned town you know really quaint village and um, this is where you can view platypus in the river there so you can go for a river walk though they didn't pop their heads up for us we kept seeing the little bar 
bubbles and ripples they told us to look out for, but no one popped their head up. They do like early morning and late evening, don't they? They and do, and we weren't. Trip, the, yeah, it's hard to yeah, we weren't there coincide. obviously at the right time, even though they have little things up with their sightings and how often they've been sighted and where. So we went to the spots where they were sighted, but no, not for us. But anyhow, I'm sure at some stage you could get them to do that. Um, you can continue on down even towards Innisfail. We didn't get quite that far as well, but, but you know we filled in a whole day, as I said, just doing that, like from say oh, about nine in the morning till six in the evening. So you know, and that was yeah, hopping off, doing little walks here and there, you know all sorts of things and there is a canopy walk you can do further south of that but as I said we didn't quite get that far so look you can easily fill a week in in the area as you can obviously see from what I've said so far and we didn't go into Cairns at all because we've been there before and didn't really need to other than we flew into the airport of course there and hired our car and hiring a car is the easiest thing to do and it's honestly an economical way of travelling around because if you're splitting it between two of you or if there's more than two it's even more economical and they had a really good deal with the rent a car company were with that you could pre-buy pre-purchase a tank of fuel for only 99 cents a litre it was up there at the moment it's a dollar 58 so that was a really good deal so if you are hiring a car and they offer you that deal take advantage of it um, you, you know, if you use it all up of course which we did because we did a lot of driving then you can you'll just have to top up but I mean we did a lot of driving some people may not um, mm. but you don't have to have a car of course if you're staying in Port Douglas I mean you've got wonderful as I said outer reef trips you can do they've got beautiful markets really genuine artisan markets on a Sunday morning everything that has to be locally made and locally produced they're very strict on that so it's not markets full of rubbish. It's really genuine, beautiful, beautiful product that they have. And, of course, beautiful fruit, as you can imagine, tropical fruits and so on that you can indulge in, beautiful pawpaws and passion fruits and melons and, you know, all that sort of thing. So And, and the food scene in Port Douglas is, is fantastic and in Palm Cove as well as a lovely pretty spot that has some lovely restaurants as well. And as I said, look, we just experienced the most wonderful service, no matter whether it was a small cafe or a higher class restaurant or just in one of the pubs. You know, everyone was super friendly, super efficient. And, you know, we kept congratulating people, you know, even the owner which they appreciated our comments but no we really were very very impressed and um, just just couldn't fault it as a lovely place to go if you wanted a nice chill out week and Sally Lucas it's time to see what's in the hot deals shelf in the current <laughs> see what I can dig out uh, before I dig those out Jane I just thought I'd make a quick mention Singapore Airlines is now going to claim the new longest air route in the world um, they used to fly between Singapore and New York and then they stopped doing it because they found it wasn't efficient at the time this type of aircraft we had then wasn't fuel efficient etc air all of those things so now they they've got this new aircraft and and uh, pl- flying time is going to be about 19 hours, Singapore to um, New York. And that's going to come online at the end of this year. But they're running this with an Airbus, a special A350 it's called, um, with two Rolls-Royce engines. And apparently it holds a lot of fuel and it's constructed of lightweight composite materials, which helps it um, plane fly further than previous commercial aircraft. So all these things keep happening in the airline world, I tell Technological you. Technological improvements. 
happens all the time. Mm. Um, there's lots of early bird deals out at the moment, Jane. Um, we haven't got all the air deals yet. They'll, they'll start to creep in. Um, it used to always be October was the set date. Everyone came out in October with their early bird deals. Um, you'll find some of the airlines now will start creeping them in a little bit sooner. Um, well, even now is a fair bit sooner. Well, it is, but yeah. a lot of the tour operators are doing it as well now. So, for example, APT at the moment have got their early birds for next year, booked by 30 November. So it's giving you a long lead in, but of course it is still subject to availability up until it's sold out, of course. Um, but yes, there's a Canada-Alaska program and also their Europe program, including their river cruising, land programs, rail programs, etc. across the board. So incredible discounts available like this fly freeze, companion fly freeze, air credits, all sorts of discounts, solo traveller discounts on a range of programs. So get in early if you want to take advantage of those. And as I said, the airfare deals won't be too far away. Mm. Um, now, we were talking about how cold it is here. Other than going to North Queensland, you could also chase summer in New Caledonia because it's very similar location in its. if you look at your map um, to North Queensland. And you can go there. It's only a, a little three-hour flight, which is nice. Well, a bit under three hours, actually, which is nice and handy. And they've got, uh, at the Sheraton New Caledonia, there's a package there at the moment, under $1,600 for five nights. And, I mean, this is staying in a deluxe room and you're getting a free upgrade, a daily buffet breakfast and a lot more. There's about $1,000 worth of uh, bonus values in that. So if you're wanting to get away, you can always do that. Also, a bit closer to home, and it won't be quite as warm, but we still love it, don't we, is, of course, Norfolk. Norfolk Island. So you can go there. With, they've got 40% off at the moment because, obviously, winter program, but we went there in winter and it was lovely. It's, um, it's still quite balmy. Um, it's sort of... If you're looking at our map again, due east of Byron, roughly, mm -hmm. um, is where you're looking at. But it actually has a better climate even than Byron. So they told us, but it, it was pretty true. And because of the way the trade winds work, apparently, etc. So, yeah, it's, it's quite a nice, mild winter. So for under $1,100 there, you can get seven nights with an airfare. That's, as I said, 40% off, again, over $1,000 worth of savings. And you're getting a welcome dinner and seven days car hire with insurance. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty good deal. And the good old Cooks again, the Club Raro again at Cook Islands has got one of their winter packages. No, sorry, I'll change that. Theirs isn't winter. They've just had their winter package. This is a new one they've got starting in November, 2nd November to the um, 6th of December. So it's another little lead-in if you want to get away before Christmas because often that's a low time because people are thinking Christmas I won't spend. And it's a good time for you to look at deals in the marketplace because that's when you'll often get a reduced package because they just want to top up. Mm -hmm. So that's from under $1,000 for a six-night package with airfare as well. So, I mean, all of these are great. Just something new here, uh, Ponant Cruises, that wonderful uh, French company, who have got a vessel that's just about to be uh, actually christened called La Perouse. They named it, of course, because it's number one, it's French, but the French discoverer who found La Perouse near Botany Bay. Um, they've got a special... Um, offer for people who've already cruised with them but for those that haven't um on the 26th of july they're opening bookings to the general public and they're running a cruise for the start of the hobart yacht race 
so that you actually see the start of the race and then continue cruising down the coast for a week. With them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you'll get ahead of them, but, you know, that, I thought, wow, that would be fantastic. You know, on board that, they're a beautiful, absolutely state-of-the-art ship. This is going to be when it's finished. So, yeah. And the other thing I quickly mentioned, all that water that you get up in the north has now eventually hit Lake Eyre. So if you want to go and see Lake Eyre at its best, now is the time to do it. And its uh, Aboriginal or Indigenous name is I think it's lovely, Katitanda mm. um, Lake Air. So, yeah, look, there are some lovely packages there at the moment if you want to take advantage of seeing it at its best. And that is an amazing sight. <laughs> yes, and all the bird life, of course, again there. Pelicans, etc. Pelicans galore. Well, thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. Plenty to think about as we talk travel for our sponsor, Travel On King. We'll be back next Friday on 2NUR FM. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.